You are now tuned in with Dr. E. Entertainment inspired by R.E.D. This is the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man. Guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We are here with another episode of the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday People. Uh, guys, it's RJ here, and uh, I'm just happy to be back with you guys. Um, it's been a lot of positive reception. Uh, we've reached 750-something views on TikTok, so that's pretty good just starting out. And uh, we've accumulated, I think this week, about five new followers. And, uh, you know, the story that definitely was over the top was the coach shoving a little Nadine, I think that's what we called it the last episode, little Nadine uh, was shoved by her coach. And so I think that uh, many people think it's funny when a coach shoves a basketball player. So hopefully uh, she's okay. She's not too shaken up and that her parents are okay uh, because we all know what can happen if uh, your know, mom and dad show up to school ready to knock someone out. Uh, for those of you guys out there, uh, the week was very very slow this week it was it was just dragging on and uh i was like man listen i'm ready to get out of work i'm ready to just move forward because i'm a move forward kind of person like i'm not constantly you know thinking about the here and now but always just trying to figure out as to you know what i can do better next what's what's going to happen next that sort of thing so you know and i'm a planner so i think that helps a lot uh, in connection with the week going by. So I know during the work week, everything is just dragging slowly. It's just dragging, dragging. But um, this week was is very unique. It was exceptionally slow. But anyways, you guys came here for the latest and greatest in college and high school news. And uh, this is a special episode because this episode, I don't think there's any news that we have today for college. So we're going to find ourselves in, uh, find ourselves in a few uh, high schools around the world. Or at this point around the United States, uh, you know, maybe one day we'll go international. Uh, but for now, uh, we're sticking uh, with the United States. So I think that uh, that'll make a bit of a difference uh, in connection with uh, uh, the news. But uh, yeah, so I thank you guys for all the comments. I thank you guys for all the likes and all the, you know, uh, thumbs up and such. And even the thumbs down. Like, I think it's hilarious when people thumbs down the video. Uh, because you, what can you do? You can't please everybody. So that, you know, that's not what the everyday podcast is for, but, uh, we definitely acknowledge the thumbs down too, uh, on this, uh, platform. So guys, we find ourselves today, uh, we're taking a little trip, uh, to Albany. Here's our headline. Albany high school teacher says students pass classes without coming to school or doing the work. Now, before we get into this article, have you ever wanted to be at a school like that where you can just not go to school, don't show up, and you definitely pass? Well, guys, I have found that school for you. We find ourselves at the Albany High School, and uh, I think you guys are going to find this interesting. An Albany High School teacher implored the, bo- implored the Board of Education Thursday to reinstate an attendance policy, saying that without consequences for skipping class, absenteeism has skyrocketed. Now, for those of you who do not know, absenteeism is just being absent. It's just the, you know, the proper grammatic way to say absent in this context. So what what does the teacher want the Board of Education to do? 
The change implemented before the pandemic eliminated punishments for those who missed more than seven days, a quarter or 28 days in the school year. So if you miss seven days within the four quarters of the school year, you know, there was action that was taken or 28 days in the school year, there was action taken before the pandemic. Those students faced failing the quarter or the year and being required to attend summer school unless there were extenuating circumstances such as illness. Now students are counseled and offered help with staffers trying to determine why they are skipping class. That's not working, said teacher Lauren Green, who has taught English in the district for 27 years. So, first of all, first of all, if the Board of Education hasn't made any uh, adjustments or hasn't, you know, mentioned that it's a problem, then just, you know, let it go. Like, why do we have teachers trying to be principals? You know, that's why we have principals. In fact, that's why we have vice principals. So you have these teachers, uh, you know, and at this point, you know, they're kind of doing the most. You know, it's, it's just funny how, you, you know, you, you're an English teacher, but you're trying to be a superintendent. It's just not, you know, it's just not, that's not what you do. Now, the article goes on to say, we essentially do not have compulsory education, he said. In some school districts, students who skip school are not allowed to attend activities such as dances or watching athletic competitions, and their grades may go down if they miss assignments, tests, or quizzes. But apparently that's not the case at this Albany High School those who miss more than a certain number of days are required to attend summer school or repeat the class in some districts. At Albany High School, teachers are encouraged, and then I love that they have air quotes around encouraged, to pass students even if they fail the class, Green said. And guys, you got to give a shout out to this new age stuff because back in the day, that just wasn't going down like that. You didn't go to school. You didn't qualify. You're going to be a bum on the street. You're going to be homeless. You know, there was, you know, you had an incentive. Oh, my gosh, I need to go to school because I don't want to end up on the corner. Now, today, it's like, oh, they don't go to school. We'll pass them because we definitely don't want them to stay here. You know, there's nothing that we can teach them. You know, they don't need to be here to learn. So just just pass them. Now, Mr. Green is obviously upset about this. You know, this, he's been teaching English for 27 years. So I find that to be of interest. He also said administrators are changing grades at the end of the school year to pass students who did not do the work. So Mr. Green is, not only is he occupied with the students' business, but he's also occupied with the business of his coworkers and your mamas. So watch out for Mr. Green. I don't know if the, the name Green stands for, like, green light. Like, you can just green light yourself into people's business. But it's just crazy at the stuff that you come across. Now, Administrators passed 15 students who he failed last year, he said, including students who had not turned in any assignments and one student who had never attended his class, didn't do any assignments, and did not take the English Regents, which I'm guessing is their final exams in Albany. So if you're somebody who wants to take it easy through high school but still get that diploma, head on down to Albany School because Mr. Green will be there waiting for you. He won't pass you. But he'll definitely make sure that you get that education that you deserve and it'll work out for you uh, in the end. So here's his concluding comments. We are sending two messages to kids. One, you don't have to come to class. And two, you don't have to do any work. He said this in an interview after he read brief remarks to the board. 
He teaches 11th grade English and advanced placement English. So there goes the problem right there. He's just doing a lot too much. And I wonder if they're paying this guy for that. Like they're, they're all about, you know, you having extra work. But when you start talking about that good old, you know, paycheck that Uncle Sam is getting his hands on, you know, what's going on with that? He told the board that 41 of his 150 students have extreme absenteeism. They're using that word a little bit too much for me. Six students have not attended any of his classes this school year. Another 13 students have attended fewer than 10 of his classes in the 72 school days so far this year. And 22 students have missed more than 30 of his classes, he said. So, they have quite the chain gang going on at the Albany High School. So, if you guys want to go down there and get yourself an education, be my guest. It's the Everyday Podcast always here for you guys. And, and that's just interesting. I know. You know, time ago, you know, in years past, education meant something. But today, it's just, unfortunately, the world we live in, it's all about convenience. You know, it's all about trying to get that next best thing, trying to be able to, you know, make ends meet. So some people don't see education as beneficial. Uh, You know, the purpose of an education is to get money, right? So if they're not, you know, getting paid for what they're learning, then most people are going to skip the education and go right for the money. So that's... um. That's definitely something uh, that uh, most people have been involved in. So if that's your personal circumstances, feel free to leave a comment, guys. Uh, You can speak your mind here, always on the Everyday Podcast. Uh, The question being, do you think that it's worth it to go to school, right, and then go into maybe some financial debt or whatever the case is? Obviously, they're not because they're in high school. Or just go straight to the money. Like, what do you guys think? Me, personally, I have my own opinions, but we can definitely talk about that at a later time. So our next headline is one of morbid uh, curiosity and of interest. Uh, We're going over to Mountain uh, View High School, and this is in Vancouver, Washington. Our headline reads this, Mountain View High School teacher accused of sending sexually explicit texts to students. Vancouver, Washington. Police on Thursday arrested a teacher in the Evergreen School District, accusing her of sending a 17-year-old student sexually explicit text messages. Police allege that Mountain View High School teacher Shelley Leatherwood also sent a nude photo to the student. The student reported the text messages, and a district staff member contacted police January 3rd, police said. So, wow, you know, everyone's talking about, oh, new year, new me. Apparently not for some people. We're doing the same old things, okay? And this was just three days into the year of 2023. The school district said it placed Leatherwood on administrative leave January 3rd when it became aware of the allegations. And so that was uh, nice for the students to communicate uh, the situation because today it can be a challenge for uh, people to communicate. So for the students to stand up and communicate the issue that they were having with the teacher, in this case, a big issue with the teacher, um, then things were taken care of. So communication, guys, that's that's important. You got you got to communicate. So practice that. You know, practice that with your friends. Uh, what to do in crisis? Communicate. And then uh, kudos to the school for taking action. You know, in uh, our first episode of the second season, we talked about how Juilliard, you know, heard of some allegations, but they weren't hasty to do anything about it. So now we know that this school here in Vancouver, Washington, uh, Mountain View High School, they're they're swift. Like they're playing no games with the situation. The teacher's been put on leave, and the police have been notified. So since this is both a personal personnel and police investigation. We are unable to discuss this other than to say 
We are cooperating with law enforcement, the district said in a statement. And then the district released that statement. Leatherwood was taken to the Clark County Jail, where she faces a charge of communication with a minor for immoral purposes of felony. So that's her charge, guys. She is facing the charge of communication with a minor for immoral purposes of felony. Vancouver police said they want to hear from anyone who may have also been a victim. They can contact Detective Robert Givens at robert.givens at cityofvancouver.us or Sergeant Julie Balu at julie.balu at cityofvancouver.us. So, uh, wow, hopefully that matter gets resolved very quickly, and hopefully the student is okay. Uh, It's unsettling. You know, I was talking to a bowling coach the other day, and he was just making mention of how because of stories like this, good teachers are often under the magnifying glass. So if you're a good teacher and you're trying to do something nice for the kids, it's unfortunate because now today because of these circumstances, it'll be looked like it's a form of grooming. So now teachers are forced to just die down back a little bit. So it's not that the teachers are are not caring, but the circumstances that they find themselves in are very difficult. And I can understand that, you know, some teachers just don't want to risk their jobs trying to be too nice to a student that may or students that may be questionable or look a certain way to persons. So I can definitely understand that. Moving on now, this is uh, dealing with the Benjamin Franklin High School. And uh, it's on a sad note, unfortunately. Two Benjamin Franklin High School students shot near school, says school officials. We're going to Baltimore. And if anybody knows anything about Baltimore, it's just straight hood. Baltimore is not where you want to be at about 1 o'clock in the morning when your car breaks down. I'm not speaking from perspective. I'm speaking from personal experience. So Baltimore is pretty rough. And it's unfortunate that two two teenagers were caught up in the riffraff. Two teenagers were shot behind a home near a high school in South Baltimore, according to Baltimore City Police. School officials say the teens were students at Benjamin Franklin High School, contradicting an earlier statement by police. Police say they were called to the 1100th block of Cambria Street shortly after 2 p.m. So we might have another heralding and twisting uh, plot here in this story because they're saying that the police had some contradicting statements. When officers arrived, they found a 15-year-old boy and a 16-year-old girl who had been shot. They were both taken to a hospital and are expected to survive. Anytime our students are involved in any type of gun violence, it is absolutely horrific and tragic. John Davis, chief of schools for Baltimore City Public Schools, I said. Davis said the school was on lockdown for about an hour. Students were eventually sent out of the back of the school, according to Donnie Moses, public information officer for Baltimore City Police. Moses said an unknown black male appeared in the alley, opened fire on the teens, and ran away. Moses said that investigators are interviewing several uh, witnesses. This is just unsettling. You know, you go to school, you try to make the best of your circumstances, try to live a a somewhat normal life. And then you find yourself in circumstances like this. That's pretty that's pretty messed up. I know um, that this is something that's more and more common. Gun violence. uh, People are are experiencing these tragedies. And and my heart definitely goes out for you guys. um, Speaking from personal experiences. Now, the article goes on to say this is the second time this week that teenagers were victims of a shooting near a school. Five teens were shot, one of them killed at Ed Munson Village Shopping Center, 
which is across the street from Edmondson West Side High School. So there's been quite a bit of shootings going on down there in, in uh, Baltimore, and it's just tragic. Um, although my brother, you know, at the time uh, that he uh, met his untimely situation, uh, he wasn't in school. But just being surrounded by circumstances in which, uh, you know, at any given time, someone could just take a gun, pull the trigger, and then change your entire circumstances in life, and then change your family's life. So it's difficult. Um, but these two students who were shot, they're expected to recover. So we're wishing them all the best on the Everyday Podcast. We hope you guys hang in there. And for the families out there listening, uh, please uh, hang in there and be patient with the circumstances and, and not uh, overwhelm yourself. You know, the, the best thing to do, as, as, as gruesome as the situation is, try to be calm and try to deal with it uh, with a sound mind. So, guys, like every other episode of the Everyday Podcast, we find ourselves with the hero of the week. And when I was going over the outline for this episode, it was uh, it was a bit challenging to find a hero this week. But, uh, you know, we're going to keep coming to you guys every week live and with some very, very awesome and popping stories. So here's our hero of the week story. Uh, guys, a 16-year-old Las Vegas high school student collapsed and died while playing flag football, report says. Flag football, obviously, we know is a no-contact sport. Uh, but uh, this is what the article goes on to say. A Las Vegas teen died while playing flag football at a school event, according to multiple news reports. The 16-year-old identified as a Desert Oasis High School student, Ashari Hughes, was playing in a flag football game on Thursday when she started to have chest problems. Her family told KVVU-TV. The family told the outlet she collapsed after she decided to take a break from playing. The Las Vegas Review-Journal reported that a registered nurse, Alphelia Pfeiffer-Hill, made a Facebook post about the incident and said she performed CPR on the teen. She said that Hughes was transported to a hospital where she was pronounced dead. Now, guys, that can be gruesome. That can be gruesome um, when when you have to be in a situation in which you see someone that you care about or just a, just a, a human being that you, you is in your presence passes away and then you realize that the person dies. It, a few things happen. Uh, you get overwhelmed. You realize that life is too short and you get scared um, for the students at this school uh, and this uh, Las uh, Vegas high school uh, guys hang in there. Uh, it's not easy to lose a classmate. There's going to be a lot of shrines in the school dedicated to her. There may be a moment of silence on certain days and things like that. And uh, more importantly, communicate with someone. If you guys are, are going through a hard time because of this, uh, you know, don't don't hold that in. Communicate to a staff member or a faculty member or comment on this post, comment on this thread and then let, you know, those emotions out because they can they can eat you up. But it is unfortunate. Uh, but um, yeah, the nurse here who performed uh, the CPR on her, a registered nurse, Ophelia uh, Pfeiffer Hill, she's our hero of the week. And you would think that, oh, she's a registered nurse, you know, that's her job. But, uh, you know, some people wouldn't have, unfortunately, to say. Some people would not have done the CPR, even though they're registered RNs and things of that nature. So she definitely is going to be our hero of the week on the Everyday Podcast. And uh, the sophomore's family also created a GoFundMe, which raised nearly $24,000 as of Saturday. In a statement on the fundraiser, they described Hughes as passionate, loving, and determined. 
So we're definitely uh, uh, giving our sympathies and our condolences to the family and uh, hoping that they'll continue to get what they need uh, to make uh, this tragedy as smooth and as successful as possible. Well, as always, guys, this has been the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man. Uh, We enjoy coming to you guys each and every week. And don't forget, uh, if you guys want to call in and be featured on the show, the number is 732-535-7340. 732-535-7340. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next week. This is the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man.